we're dancing like we're dum 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 dum. You ready? Mm-mm. Our body's going num 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 num. Hey everyone, welcome back to Carpet Time Confessions. I'm Deja. And I'm Tyler. And we're back. We're back. Like we never left. Hi, how are you? I am so tired. (laughs) I believe that because when I texted you right before we started, I was Mm -hmm. thinking like, I know she exhausted. So before we even start, I just want to say that I'm grateful for you because I know you're tired. Like, I do. Even though you had a day off, it's never enough. So I, I get it. It's like I forgot we even had a day off. Exactly. I literally told you how many things I did yesterday. Yeah. So I do recognize that you are pushing through and I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. How else are you? Roses, thorns, any of that? Um, thorn is, hmm, did something like just extraordinarily unfortunate happen? Um, I hope not. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, okay, no. Um, probably, I think it's, mm, I think the thorn is that like, these tests, like the map test is right Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. And so like the prep work surrounding that has been like a little bit chaotic and um, just making sure that everything is in order there. Yeah. is like a thorn. And then I'm going to say my rose is like the random food that I got today. Like you say your rose is the food. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like one of my coworkers got me fries at lunch. Mm hmm. Because she knows that I always get fries if she ever asks what I want. Yeah. Um. So I had surprise fries. Granted, Thorn, surprise I didn't even get fries. to finish them. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that um, is so cute. Surprise <laughs> fries. <laughs> I wish somebody could send me those like in the mail. <laughs> surprise Is-ing fries. That's adorable. Um. But I didn't get to finish them, so I was kind of sad. But. I really appreciated getting them. Look, I got them. My lunch, I think that was supposed to be my thorn. My lunch period was so chaotic. Like, I blinked. There were seven kids there all of a Mm-mm. sudden. Two of them needed to make up a quiz. One of them needed help with physics. And you are I don't teach physics. And then <laughs> one of them needed help with geometry. I don't even teach geometry anymore. And to add on top of that, I never even had that kid. She just needed help. And I was there. That's what you do. And that's why teachers... Are the best. And then I had to print something so that my co-teacher could make copies of it. Then I had to go and set up the smart board in a different classroom for my co-teacher so she could do a pullout because nobody knows how to work smart boards for real, except for me. Don't you have them in every classroom? Yes, we do have them in every classroom. And every time that like one of them runs into an issue across the hall, they just come and trade places with me in my classroom so that I can go and fix the problems. So now you IT as well as the testing coordinator, as well as the math teacher and the <laughs> physics tutor. Um, yes, I am all things. You are. And even though it's stressful, you did all of it. So look at you. I did. And A then plus. I ended up with more surprise food at the end of the day. So I'm sitting there working. I say, no, like three kids walk in and they're like, oh, my goodness, we just had Guyanese Chinese food. And I'm like, yeah, hmm, interesting. How was that? I, I, I mean, I kind of, I ate it. I did. And it was decent. Okay. But 
it was like so random. Like they came in there, they talked about it. One kid was like, miss, I ate three plates. I'm like, okay, so glad you had a good time. <laughs> Meanwhile, I am sitting there starving, right? Because I didn't even finish the surprise fries. So the teacher that was in the room with them ends up coming in shortly after. He was like, you want some food? And I was like, I do want food. You're right, I do. Came back with a whole little container of food and it was like lo mein and like chicken. And so I am a little bit confused Mm-hmm. How is it Guyanese Chinese? I don't know if he made it. I don't know if it came from a restaurant. I didn't ask any follow-ups. I just ate it. Okay. Well, I know the tourist in you loves <laughs> any kind of food. So surprise <laughs> food is even better. So I love that for you. It sounds like a win. Thank you. Um, what are your rose and thorn? My, well, I have a few thorns, but they're all small. Mm-hmm. So it like, Many thorns that add up to one. My first mini thorn is that you did not come this weekend. That's right, a thorn. Okay. Come on now. But it's fine. I understand. My second thorn is that my sisters had to leave. Yeah. Well, second mini thorn. Because I dropped the last one off yesterday. And even though they'll be back soon, I never want them to leave. Just like yeah. I never want you to leave either. But y'all always do. So... Because we don't live there. (laughs) That's another issue, but all right. But that's not a mini thorn for today. My last mini thorn is my homework because I'm tired of being in school. And I'm I'm sure I've said that here before, but I really mean it today. Like, (laughs) I've never meant it more. And I just, I'm tired and I don't want to do this anymore. That's how I feel. About school. And yeah, I'm just over it. So I have to do my homework after this. And I'm not looking forward to that at all because it's two separate assignments that are worth 10 points total. Yeah, I don't love that for you. I don't love that for me either. It's just, why would you do something like that to somebody? Be for real. Do you think I'm going to do this? I'm really sitting here, like, I went all the way to and through the syllabus to try and figure out, can I afford to lose some of these points? Because it's two separate assignments. I'm, I plan on doing one of the assignments. Uh-huh. The other one, how many points are you going to take off for that? Send me an email. Let's chat about that. Not send me an email. How does she know you're even thinking about this? I need to send her the email first, but I just want her to be honest, and I feel like she won't be. Like, it's going to be something like, basically, you have to do it. Well, yeah. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I really don't. Like, you do not understand. I am so tired. And it's not even, is it midterms? What week am I in? I don't. Everything I don't is a disaster, as you can see. I don't even know. <laughs> like, my life has been so chaotic, I feel like. And I just needed to, like, simmer down. I understand that. I do. So, yeah, those were the mini thorns. The rose, other than my sister's coming, because clearly my thorn was that they left, yeah. is that I got a new car. Oh, and right. that was one of, like, my, the weights that was just on me to figure that out. And mm-hmm. now that it's figured out, it's like, step one, check. <laughs> so, Yeah. I'm excited about that, and I am very happy with what I got. All right. I'm happy for you. Thanks, dude. So, yeah. Any other updates? 
Anything else you want to share? No. No? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the article of the week this week falls under the category of classroom technology. And the article is by Education Week. And it's titled, TikTok challenges are a nightmare for schools. How should educators respond? Why are you laughing? Because that's so funny. (laughs) Are they a nightmare? Go ahead, educator. Give us your hot take. Um, I mean, they're not really a nightmare, like in my in my specific like classroom or I don't really. Well, OK, not in my specific classroom and not in classrooms in which like you're actually doing work um, because it the way these rooms set up, it would be so difficult for a kid to just burst out into a TikTok challenge mm-hmm. in the middle of the classroom. Right. Unless it was like other stuff going on where people were already moving around because it, okay. it's really hard for there to be more than one kid up. Like, if it's two kids standing, it don't even feel right in there. That's interesting. Well, I got, like, 32 kids in that room mm-hmm. at each high school. Just picture the size of these people. It's not enough space for all that. Not in that room. Well, I don't know what your room this year specifically looks like, but I have seen multiple rooms in there, and I know exactly. there's none that really can hold that except the library. So Exactly. It's no room <laughs> where you're doing that. Um, like if there's one kid walking to the bathroom, one kid walking in and a kid throwing something out, it's too much. Everybody's bumping elbows. <laughs> like, okay. I'm trying to get around to help a kid. I, I'm, I'm bumping elbows, backs. I'm doing like. So you're thinking um, like TikTok challenges that require physical movement. Yeah. I also like no one's really breaking down doing a TikTok challenge in my classroom anyway. One, cause in my school, you literally can't have a phone. Right. That's like thing. You can have iPads. And so, like, yeah, sometimes a kid busts out an iPad to do a challenge, but that's always in the hallway. Oh, okay. All um, right. Yeah, I've seen them kids put that little iPad, prop it up on the floor, <laughs> back up a little bit, and hit one of the little dance challenges. Yeah, I've seen it. That's humiliating, but so nostalgic, I feel like. Like, but yeah, but not like during the school day. After school, lunchtime, even. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you're like covering a class, so like you're not actually the teacher, like if you're subbing, again, the app, a, a TikTok challenge might break out, but. Okay, well, I want to share this article with you. I'm going to read it just to give you a little bit of background um, about it, and then we can talk about it. Okay. It says, Assistant Principal Dana Perez got the email from her district just in time, warning her that kids were having some severe reactions, vomiting and abdominal pain. Oh, after recording. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? Nothing. I was not. <laughs> Clearly, oh, you weren't expecting that. <laughs> That's no, why I, I said. <laughs> so you're thinking about physical activity. I'm about TikTok dance challenges. Yeah. Not things, I, other things. Exactly. So element of surprise. Okay. <laughs> no dancing happening here. These are other TikTok challenges as in eating things. Right. Vomiting and abdominal pain, people. Okay. After recording themselves eating super spicy potato chips to feature on TikTok, she quickly learned this was happening at her Connecticut school, too. So, one, I was going to pause there to get your reaction, but we got a mid reaction. So I love that. We love the authenticity. Um, My opinions here. 
Baby, you were never gonna get me to eat not one, just one. All it takes is one on on a regular spicy chip. Mm-hmm. I would never. Like, what are we doing here? It's all know. fun and games until you have vomiting and abdominal pain, huh? Yeah, but like, also, let's not pretend like this is something new or like some TikTok actual invention. And it's not because. I know we remember the cinnamon challenge. I was just about to make that comparison. Literally. People, I don't know, like... That was just on a different platform. Exactly. It was just a different platform. I feel like it was probably just as viral, like... And I honestly feel like that might have been worse than a one chip, like... People were, like, choking and, like, you couldn't breathe from that. Right. No, I didn't do it. But. Me either. I won't even <laughs> eat a chip. Are you serious? <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I, what I'm saying is I was never going to be one to participate in this, but like, it's something where it's so simple. I can see why kids would do it. Yeah. And now your stomach hurt. Yeah. Be for real. Where y'all, where they get the chips from? Like, what kind of chips are they? So... The so-called one chip challenge in which students film themselves for TikTok eating a Pocky chip marketed as the, quote, world's spiciest and packaged with extensive safety warnings has sent students across the country to the school's nurse's office and even to the hospital, according to local reports. No, just no. no. My question is, so like... Is it spicy for real or is it something else on there that's making them sick? Oh. Well, okay, 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 okay. Layers. <laughs> like, I mean, like, is that like a real reaction from things that are super spicy? Vomiting and abdominal pain? Yeah. Well, I never seen nobody when I throw eat up spicy stuff. watching hot ones. Me either. But maybe it's because the people they're picking, like, they can handle heat, so that's why they go on there. I mean, I seen people be shaking and crying, but oh, like I don't watch it, so Okay, well I actually don't watch it that often. I've seen clips though. <laughs> oh, okay, well, valid enough. I don't know. That's a good question. Cause I cause like, okay, I also feel like you not diminishing this chip, mm-hmm. but I feel like if you eat enough takis, you also gonna be throwing up. So it like just makes me wonder like what else is in the chip that could potentially be like causing that strong of a reaction. Right. I don't know. Further in the article, though, it talks a little bit more about some of the other TikTok challenges that are a little more, as they call them, daredevil oriented. Would Mm -hmm. you like to hear a few of those? Sure. (laughs) Sorry, I just really had to like This can't be real, but okay. Take large doses of Benadryl to induce hallucinations. Have you heard of that one? No, but I'm actually not shocked. Hold your breath until you pass out. I know you've heard of that one. I heard of that. Obviously, that's been around since we were young. Well, there's even a TikTok challenge in which participants call the local police to falsely report an active school shooting. That's so dark. Exactly. So when we talk about TikTok challenges and they are a nightmare for schools, how should educators respond? What do you think is the answer? How should educators Uh, respond? How am I supposed to respond to that? Like, what I'm supposed to do about (laughs) 
a kid prank calling 911? Like what, like feasibly, what am I supposed to do about a kid downing Benadryl? Yeah. Like, or holding their breath. Like what, realistically, what I'm supposed to do other than say, don't do that. Don't, no, 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 no. And what if it's not, like, what if you aren't aware of it? So then it's like, like, what can I even do? Because to my knowledge, my kids are doing TikTok dance challenges. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to know what they're doing at home for real? Yeah. But, like, also, all I can really say is, like, you know how bad that is for you, right? Like, that's, you shouldn't do that because X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. But you already know you shouldn't take a bunch of Benadryl. Like, yeah. they know that. They know like they shouldn't hold their breath. Like, they know these are things you, you shouldn't. Beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, them... Having to hear it from you beforehand is kind of just like, well, they, this is something they already know. Like, you, this is not something you're just going to be like, hey, don't do this. Like, don't take any Benadryl. Why exactly. would I just randomly give that statement out just for fun? So it's like, those are things that I don't feel like I should have to address, like, on the front side. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh, that's a lot. Um, I'm glad that. As an educator, I was dealing with the littles. Now there are a other slew of problems that come with them, mm-hmm. as you can even imagine. But but no, let me not even say that for real, because thinking about my third graders, they was always talking about TikTok, too. It's just in a different way. Now, there's I can't say it was always only dance, but most of the time there's were dance challenges. Mm-hmm. A few of them would have wanted to do something like this. I can feel it. But the last piece that I do want to touch on um, from the article specifically is it's talking about they're tying this all into peer pressure and Mm -hmm. the effects that has on kids. And so this part says kids self-esteem is so much about how many likes do I get? How many hearts do I get or favorites or retweets? That's how, unfortunately, kids are gauging their acceptance within within their peer groups. That outweighs common sense with them far too often. How do you feel about that? I mean, I feel like that's true. Like, um, this, like, generation, and that sounds ridiculous to say, but, like, this generation is, like, very much online. And, like, we're very much online. And also, we are very much in the, like, in between these two generations of very much online people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, as long as, like, the kids that, like, I'm teaching and, like, you were teaching have been alive, social media has existed. Yeah. It has been a thing. Um, I don't actually know if social media existed from the time that we were born. But, like, by the time that we were really aware of the internet, social media was a thing. Like, be that, like, I don't know, like, AOL Instant Messenger, like, anything like right. that. Like, that was around since. Mm-hmm. And so... MySpace top eight, right? Um, getting ranked was like the thing, right? You wanted to be someone's best friend. Oh, but yeah. But like we have just evolved from needing to be in like a couple people's, right? It was just like these specific people that you know giving you sort of validation by you being their friend to now I seek validation from strangers because that is uh, um, like uh, like output based. Like that mm-hmm. is a, a physical measure. Like I can get a measure. Like I know- yeah. I have this many things versus you don't really know like where you like you never really know what you're saying with like people 
And so it's like, you could have a group of friends and be like, do they all hate me? Right. However, someone's liking my post. That's something I know for certain. Someone is redoing this. Someone is whatever. All of these people are following me now. Whether these people know me personally or like me personally, that doesn't really matter. But I'm getting the validation. And being young, like your self-esteem is so like it depends so much on validation Mm -hmm. because you lack like the confidence in yourself. So you need that to be instilled into you by other people that you need the likes, you need the follows, you need everything. And also influencer culture is like so huge now. Yeah. That's really a, that's like the first thing that I really thought about and thinking about how big influencer culture is and how that's so many like that's the that's the, the dream. dream right now. That's the goal for a lot of people. And I don't know. I, that's not the life that I necessarily um, dream of. Mm-hmm. But I think it gets really hard because peer pressure is real, and the pressure to want to fit in or want to make sure you have friends, especially now when the pandemic has put a separation between people. The person to person. Yeah. yeah. So that's like, it's really, it's just really hard to think about it because they got used to so long, like getting that validation via the internet or via digital platforms. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I think it just has caused a bigger mess but um I thought that was really interesting and let us know if you have any thoughts about it also we would love to hear your thoughts because we're only two people with two opinions yes very true ready for word association yes all right I think who going first you? I? Me? Can read first. So I'm guessing. Yes. Right? Okay. <laughs> well, guessing? You're not guessing anything. I don't know why I said guessing. <laughs> I'm ready, though. <laughs> Even okay. though I don't appear to be. <laughs> Even though like, I don't so appear I'm guessing. to be. I'm like, ready. I'm thinking of a number one to 57. What is it? 33. Oh, my God. It was 34. Wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know why I'm so proud of myself, but I am. <laughs> I was guessing that time, and I was very close. So you were very close. Yeah, because you wanted the real problem. I said that, and then the first thing I thought of was sixty-four. <laughs> so <laughs> let's not. All right, you ready for the first word, though? All right, I'm ready. Okay, labyrinth. What? <laughs> <laughs> Labyrinth. No, that was the first word that popped oh. in my head. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> because why would you give me that word? <laughs> that was the first thing that popped in my head. What? Okay. Bejeweled. Game. Oh, okay. Mastermind. Suspicious. Maroon. Not hot. That's two words. But <laughs> Karma. Elish Keys. <laughs> and Midnight. Blue. Okay. 
All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. First word. Eyebrows. Pencil. Lake. Eerie. Apologies. Not accepted. Um. <laughs> okay. Chips. Ahoy. Nap. Time. Total. Recall. Pressure. Coming down on me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it there. Well, I actually want to circle back to why I chose those words. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about at least that first one. Why the hell did you say labyrinth? Well, I thought it'd be really funny if I just read you the one word song titles from Taylor Swift's upcoming album. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be really funny. So I'm me. glad that my first word was what? That's fitting, even though I didn't know it was fitting. Mm-hmm. Well, don't you agree? I guess so. <laughs> when does the album come out? Tomorrow, Midnight's Friday, coming out October twenty first. No, next Friday. Oh, next Friday. All right. Well, I'm sure she'll have a whole bunch to tell y'all about that little album. Yes, to that girl. Whole bunch, but you know, just maybe a little bit, a little something. Okay, we'll see. I hope it's everything you want and the rest of the... Are, do y'all still call yourself Swifties? Um, it's... Uh, I never called myself a Swiftie. Well, you should have. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because Swiftie culture is actually, like, ridiculous and, like, very, like, not good. I am very much a fan of her music, though. What they be doing? They're, like, the Swifties They're are... like, Nicki Minaj fans? Kind of, yeah. Oh, but, no. like, just a different breed. Okay, but right, yeah, that's the breed, yeah. Okay, so all right, yep. You're not one of them. No, not at all. Mm-mm. All right, well, I'm um not gonna listen unless you tell me to. So that's fine. I, I probably will maybe give a one or two suggestions when I hear them. Sounds good. Cool. So you this week, about, okay, go ahead. We are. Talking about the roads not taken, right? It's still spooky season. It's still just me and Deja. We're talking about the, I don't really think it's ooky or spooky, the fact that we didn't go down these paths. But if you imagine a fork in the road at nighttime, that could be a little spooky. (laughs) The road not taken is spooky because it's like, what if I would have taken it? Then what? There's a whole mystery behind that question. Oh, right. And you would just love to be able to see. I want to see everything. I want to see it all. I do. Like, if I was given one wish. Yeah. I wouldn't use one on that one. Let me not lie. (laughs) (laughs) Let me back up. Let me not lie. I'm not using my one wish on that one. But if I had two, that would be the second one. Like, I would want to see and not so that I can and this might be kind of like not good, but not like I, w- I wouldn't want to be able to change right. the situation, but I want to be able to see. Like, I just want to know. Like, I like to know my options, you know? Like, how did that girl turn out? Right. Like, I can the only imagine how I would have been if I did this instead. Yeah, but I mean, the multiverse is truly like, if you believe in it, it's super, it's infinite. 
I'm nervous about that. That seemed a little too deep for me. I'm not well, even gonna lie. You know I mean? Like, because what you're thinking of like big choices, right? But mm-hmm. say you chose Chipotle over Popeyes one day, like that is a right. different multiverse in and of itself. Yeah, I'm not talking about them kind of choices because that that's making it too deep. <laughs> like, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> that's going too far, but the the career paths at least that yeah. we had interest in that like serious interest we thought we were going to do this at one point in time we really thought about it didn't go that way oh that's what we're talking about what i had some dumb ones my fault okay i got some real ones too i only have three on here for you oh i thought you said you had never mind it doesn't matter okay do you remember what you said we talked about this the other day on the phone (laughs) (laughs) does that like was does that that was too far away monday that was Monday. Yeah, that was Monday. I called you mm-hmm. after work. <laughs> this is a struggle. You, you, you can start. I will start. All right. My first and probably biggest role in our travel. Actually, I'm going to put these two together because eventually in, well, not eventually because I didn't do them yet. But when I wanted to do them, they would have come together. So the first one is I wanted to be a cosmetologist so bad. Like, when I was younger, you could not tell me, baby, that I was not going to have my own salon. I was not going to be whipping and flipping everybody's hair in there, doing it all. I just knew that was going to be my life. And I did my sister's hair, I think, for the first time. What grade was she in? She was in fourth grade. I think Mm -hmm. so I was in sixth grade and ever since that first day she let me comb her hair shout out to you Taylor for going to school looking raggedy but (laughs) we disliked when our mama did our hair so bad that she rather let me do it just to try and that is when I was like I really want to do this like I grew up not my mom she doesn't really enjoy doing hair Mm -hmm. but she did it because she had to. She had to. And our hair looked nice when she did it. Like, we didn't look bad ever. She just a little heavy-handed, a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like, my some of my aunts did hair, and so I was always around people who did hair. And mm-hmm. you couldn't tell me that I wasn't going to have my own salon. And you still low-key can't, because I'm... Like, should I drop out of this school and go to cosmetology school or something? I don't know. I think about it quite often. Mm-hmm. At one point then, the other one that I'm putting with it to make it, like, easy, I used to want to be a wedding planner. And I was like, oh, well, once I become a wedding planner, eventually I can offer wedding services. So I wanted to have a whole building where mm-hmm. I did the hair, I did the makeup, I could plan your wedding and maybe you can buy your wedding dress for me too. Like I just want to have a whole wedding services. Mm. So yeah, that was my first um, road not taken. And I would like to see where I would be. Interesting. Okay. What about you? One you um, remember or one you just came up with? Um. Okay. I guess I'll start with like the one that I've actually already mentioned. And that is, surgeon um when I and and I guess doctor in general when I was um, I want to say like nine or like in fourth grade Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a doctor um 
Or actually, there's a chance I might have wanted to be a doctor before that because my mom used to be watching House mm-hmm. and I would be watching House with her and I wanted to be House. Okay. Um, and then when I was in fourth grade, my grandma had a heart attack. And so then I wanted to be a heart doctor. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, forget House. He, he what he doing? <laughs> Diagnosis. <laughs> that doesn't even seem real to me. Don't you everybody get diagnosed? I don't know. Anyway. Okay, house, I'm saving lives. I mean, he would be diagnosing, but like, I don't remember him doing anything else. Like, diagnosing and traumatizing his like staff. Like, that was his whole vibe. Yeah, I never really watched House, but I remember a few episodes seeing it on TV, and that man seemed very mean. He was mean. He had some issues. He also had like a drug problem, but. So I heard. Yeah, it's because he like got hurt and then, you know, ended up taking like, probably, I don't know, opioids or whatever pills, and then got hooked on phonics. Anyway. Not phonics. I was like, okay, I want to be a heart doctor because that will help my Nana, right? Mm-hmm. Boom. Fast forward down the line, sophomore in high school, I'm watching Grey's Anatomy. I get way too into it. But like also at that point, I'd already decided that I thought I wanted to be a doctor. Right. And so like I joined Young Doctors League at some point in high school. Um, I'm watching Grey's Anatomy. That's really preparing <laughs> me for where I'm going to need to go. <laughs> I, um, at that point, I'm like, I could be a surgeon. This is going to sound really ridiculous. And I don't think I've ever said this out loud to anybody, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I like want to be a surgeon. And when you're like watching Grey's Anatomy, sometimes you see them do like sutures yeah, and they would say different names of the stitches. And then like, you would see them like practice them. I'm like, that looked like making friendship bracelets. I know how to make <laughs> friendship bracelets. I could tie. <laughs> I could tie these sutures. Like that. That's this all it is. This is so ridiculous. This that's is so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just a forward, backwards knot. I could do that. Like that's Be no problem. For real? Are you serious? I was so serious. Um. <laughs> that's hilarious. But I, um, but yeah, and I was like, Christina Yang, she's all about the heart. She's a cardiothoracic surgeon. That's what I want to do. Yeah. I remember when I met you, you told me that you wanted to be like Christina Yang. Yeah. And I was like, I don't even know who that is. That is true. And I did shortly after. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so then one pre-med meeting and I said, LOL, no. I also remember that. Like... (laughs) That phone call out of you leaving out of that meeting. <laughs> that was not it. I was like, okay, it's all right. It's all right. I was like, no, we want to do something different. Like that. Mm-mm. Hmm. That's funny. Well, I still think you could be a surgeon if you want to, because I think you're one of the smartest people I know. Well, thank you. I honestly really do think that, like, if I had just committed that I, I could have done it. Yeah, you still can. There's still time. Don't worry. That's okay. You over that part? Yeah, like okay, some you don't want to see that road. I, I get really it. be thinking like mm, I could do it, but I don't really want to have to go through the process back and like learn all of that stuff, and then I get it. Yeah, Mm-mm. I wouldn't either. All right, my number two. Mm-hmm. Starting in my, this probably started in high school. Which, at the time, I still wanted to be a cosmetologist. So, like, these were multiple careers. I just knew that I was going to be able to, like, have and juggle. I started watching Law & Order SVU. Follow me, because it's going to be a reach, okay? Follow me, though. (laughs) Follow me. Trust me. 
So I started watching Law & Order SVU. I remember the very first episode I watched. I remember exactly where I was at. I remember it was so late at night that it scared me so bad. (laughs) And I was like, I'm never going to watch that show again. But it was so good. I couldn't stop watching it. Mm -hmm. And I never want. Well, let me not say that. I wanted to be Olivia Benson for a minute until I realized. Is she a police officer? Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. But mm -mm. so once those two things came together, I'm like police detective, like the line there is too close. And I really Mm -hmm. don't want to walk either of them. So I'm like, I can't be her. But the thing that I admire a lot about Olivia Benson was the way that she handled the kids on the show every time Mm -hmm. because the very first episode that I watched was about a child and I was like wow like this would be really cool to just be able to sit and like talk to kids and like analyze them um and like their brain and like development and why things happen and you know study like how they feel and stuff like that So because of Olivia Benson and SVU, I wanted to be a child psychologist. Okay. And I just thought that would have been so cool and so fun. So that was the one that I was like, this is it, right? I'm taking this Mm -hmm. to college with me. Yep. So I got to college and was enrolled in something else when I got there. I was a marketing major. Don't ask why. And instantly basically switched to become a psychology major and within the first two weeks of Uh school i knew i wasn't gonna make it out of (laughs) baby i knew that was not for me okay like one thing about being in those psychology classes you had to memorize every term in the back of that glossary like you had to know them all and i could not keep up my memory me and my memory we were not working in like conjunction we were battling Mm -hmm. each other and it became very difficult because I was in two separate psychology classes I was in regular psych 101 yeah and then I was in child psych or child like psychology and development and Mm -hmm. then the teacher had some the nerve to give me a d plus now you might say I earned a d plus (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I'm not going to lie that might be true but it was because I was struggling so hard I couldn't keep up like I didn't just you know be like whatever it was just too much for me so then I had a I don't want to say midlife because that was nowhere near midlife but I had a deep revelation that you should get out of this before you get too deep into it Mm -hmm. so I did that following semester which will lead into my last one before um you know I decided to really be a teacher so what's number two for you um I'm gonna say that number two is um a pastry chef Mm -hmm. um when I actually don't know how old I was I was still like in like grade school or whatever Mm -hmm. um one year I was tasked with making the cake for Thanksgiving, which is like a simple like yellow box cake, which like chocolate icing. Yeah. But it was like my task. So I made the cake and then I don't know. I'm guessing they was like, this will be her new hobby. We're going to get her a little mixer. <laughs> Give me a little hand mixer. That's mine. And I can do stuff with it. Yeah. Um, And then so I started like baking more like stuff like from boxes 
And then um, probably by like maybe, probably maybe seventh grade, uh, seventh grade, I would say at the latest, I started to like make stuff from scratch or like try to make stuff from scratch. Mm-hmm. And like I had truly always been fascinated by making stuff like I used to watch Zoom and they would have like, little, like food segments and like yep. recipes and stuff. I would stay trying those snacks off there. Me and my sister and my cousin Ashley. Mm-hmm. Any recipe they would be trying on there, we'd be like, we need to go ask our mama to take us to the store and get the ingredients. <laughs> right. Like I would just be trying to make any and like everything. And so I started to try to make stuff from scratch and I like did. And then I just stuck with it. And then I got a stand mixer one year for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and I just really was, like, always doing it. And I was baking, like, cookies, and I was really – but my mom really let me bake them cookies with blue on it, and I'm still mad about it. Um, Ouch. <laughs> you let me buy blue bonnet at the gas station? Like, oh, my gosh. Um, but, yeah, like, just really, like, learning and getting really into it and – then I would bake for my friends in high school and I would bring stuff to school. And then I would even in college make a way like in the kitchen and <laughs> in the in the building by like renting mm-hmm. the like materials, like, I don't know, cupcake line, like cupcake pans or whatever. Um, and like having to mix this stuff by hand because there was no mixer there. Yes. Um, <laughs> right. Doing all that. And then when we moved out, baking in our apartment often and you supporting me and like being like you should make this thing and like why don't you make this and like ooh I feel like this would be a really good idea to do mm-hmm. then I was like girl why don't you make it yeah she always said that and then I'll be like why would I do that why like, would I make ooh, it why would you make it if I'm you think it'd be baker. such a good idea but anybody could be a baker no yeah no Yes. No. (laughs) Like, no, there are just certain things. Everybody can't do everything. I'm sorry. You might be able to learn how to do everything, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be your thing. And that doesn't mean it's going to be good. So, yes, anybody could read a recipe and bake a cake, but it's not going to taste the same. And there's just something special about your baking abilities. And if you don't want to admit that, No worries. I'm here to say it for you. There is something special about your baking abilities. And not only me, but the people around you who have tasted it can (laughs) vouch for it. And I can say that because one of the first things I learned about you was that you were (laughs) a great baker. Not that you just baked. No, they made sure to tell me that you were great at it. You liked math and Taylor Swift. Those were the first three (laughs) things that I knew about her. And I was like, this person sounds so interesting (laughs) and so different from me at the same time i was like "Mm, i don't know about her well okay (laughs) you know (laughs) one out of three ain't bad because i do not rock with math or (laughs) tell (laughs) us but all of that to say like that is a really great um skill that you have and i'm always going to support that passion of yours, i.e. while I was sitting here like cheese and looking goofy the whole time you were telling the story. Oh my God. Because your baking abilities are top two and they're not number two in the words of a queen. Oh, thank you. I'm not going to lie. My st- a couple of my students were like, so when are you opening the bakery? I mean, I've been asking the question about as long as we've been friends. So 
when the day comes, because it's going to come, <laughs> but when the day comes, oh, I can't wait to act a fool. Like, it's my bakery. Oh, my goodness. Not to take your shine, but to make sure you get it and feel it, because you're not going to take it, like, yourself. So I'm going to make sure that, yeah, it gets celebrated. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a big thing. Well, um, Whenever you're ready, we ready. The whole, the whole team ready. You got your whole staff and everything. We got everything you need over here. <laughs> <laughs> we got it all figured out. So whenever you're ready, we ready. Remember that. Uh, well, baking is the road not taken yet. Yet. Yeah. Say it with your chest. Don't be scared. Uh, <laughs> yet. All right. Let me go into my last one mm-hmm. that I really put some thought and effort into. And it was probably my last major change. Or close to the last one um, before I solidified with education. So after my whole psych fiasco, I then was like, ooh, what are you going to do? I thought about majoring in child care and development, like human, what was it called? Human Development yeah. and Family Studies? That's what yes. it was called. And then I thought about doing like child care and development. But that would have required me to pass that psych class. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I had to let that go. And then I was like, okay, I can just do human development and family studies because my second semester freshman year, I took a class called Intimate Relationships. Mm-hmm. And that class changed my life in a few ways. One, it made me think about the word intimate in a different way. Because before, and I guess this was just my ignorance or being naive, I don't know, either one, um, I associated intimate with, like, partner-like relationships. Like, what's the word I'm looking for? Romantic ones? Romantic. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) I associated intimate with romance and not just, like, you can have an intimate relationship with a friend or... Whoever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was the first thing that was like a big like aha moment for me. Um, and then once I spent more time in that class because we talked about not only the different like types of intimate relationships, but our professor, she had like a lot of different careers. And so she would kind of when she taught class would I don't want to say group the lessons, but kind of like group classes based on like her experiences that she had in different careers so that Mm -hmm. she could like connect, like give us a real piece of what this could look like. So she was a family and marriage counselor or therapist. And I was like, hmm, I like never thought about doing something like that but I was like extremely interested in it because Mm -hmm. one I love fixing stuff hello we just (laughs) talked about that so I'm like this would be perfect for me to be able to fix things and it's kind of like what I wanted to do before but I'm like not giving out medicine right not seeing children like that for real like you know it's there's they're similar they're close right okay they're cousins right But I was like, I don't really want to see families. Like, I could do the marriage part, 
But I don't want to see the families because I always thought it was interesting learning like how people communicate and connect and things like that. So mm-hmm. then the last part of it, um, she brought in like one of her friends who was a sex therapist. And I was like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Marriage and sex therapist. That's going to be me. I'm going to graduate. That's going to be it. I really don't know what happened. And where, like, <laughs> that dream died. Like, I remember having the dream and then not, like, putting forth any effort to right. really, like, go towards it. And I think a part of it really came from, like, thinking, like, what would people think of me? Like, how do I tell my parents that this is what I want to do? Like, that initial, like, I didn't want people, like, asking me questions. You know? Like, it's okay. just certain things, like, why do you want to do that? What made mm-hmm. you want to do? Like, I didn't want to hear... Those things, which not that I didn't hear them with the major I chose anyway from different people, but (laughs) like that specifically, I feel like had a specific stigma, stigma attached to it. Thank you. And Mm -hmm. I wasn't mature enough or ready to like take that on, but it's something that I still not that I want to go back to school for it. But I would like to see, you know, I just want to know what what, what would it have looked like? Where would I be? I could see you with your little glasses on, a little little jacket, notebook, taking notes. Come on. I can see it. You can see it. You can can see see it. it. So that means it's out there. And I can see it, too. Right. So if you see it, too, it's out there somewhere. So maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll do a whole 180 and flip the screw. Not too late. Not too late. All right. What else you got? All right. So this one is honestly, it's a road that I didn't even know existed. Like I didn't even know that something like this was an option when I was younger. But um, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to say like television, right? Like, um, and I, because I could say two things, right? With regards to television, as mm-hmm. in like writing it or like critiquing and analyzing it, right? Yes. I had no idea that I had no idea that that was like a, an option as like a career or like a thing that people did and like make money like mm-hmm. for and like whatever. And I honestly still didn't even conceptualize that until like a few years ago. Like that didn't click to me. It didn't really I didn't know there was an option. And I do like wonder sometimes that if I had known that was an option, if I would have attempted to do it like if I would have attempted to like get like a journalism major because I knew that that is normally like the path that yeah people take to get to that place right I had literally no idea but you know and at this point you you listening to this you also know <laughs> that I love consuming media specifically television and I love talking about it and I love thinking about it and I love <laughs> just um I just love it I just do you do and so not really knowing that it was even possible to do something in that field you know it just never struck me so that's a road I didn't even know I could take yeah but I didn't take it um yeah and um yeah because it's just I don't know it's just something about it and it's one of the one of the things that I can truly I could talk about for like ever and ever Mm mm-hmm yeah, and, and I do, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> you don't have to apologize because just as much as you talk about TV is probably how much I talk about kids. And when you love something, you love something. <laughs> like, 
it's your passion. What can I, what can you say? You can say a lot. So I just be listening, even though a lot of the times I don't know what you're talking about because I don't watch the, all the shows you watch. I don't even know how you have enough time to watch all the shows you watch because I barely have enough time to watch one show. But I did watch a show this week just for you because you told me to. I did. I did. Um, but yeah, um, this is also a road that I know some point in your life, this is going to be a road that you take. So <laughs> this is really the one like... I know you love baking and that was like technically like your first career not taken because that was the one you found first. But mm-hmm. TV has your heart, soul, mind, body, spirit, <laughs> all that wrapped up in one. And I'm excited to see where it takes you. I don't know what it'll look like, but I know whatever you do, you'll be good at it. And I'm going to be there um, acting a fool to support because that's what I do. I love to act a fool to support my friends because if not me to hype you up, then who? Nobody better than me. You're right. So I can't wait. That's basically what I'm trying to say here. Um, Because it's something else. Like, you're just good at everything. And I'm not just saying that because you're my friend. Like, y'all don't understand. She's good at everything. And if she's not good at it, she can get good at it. Like, <laughs> it's just amazing to me. And I admire that about you because I'm not. And I'm not going to get good at everything. So, yeah. Well, thank you, friend. You're welcome. Any other roads not taking you want to uh, mention briefly um, before we wrap it up? Yeah. Super honorable, honorable mention to being a spy. <laughs> I didn't really know what it would entail. I just really liked um figuring stuff out and okay. I thought that was the whole job. Okay, cool. You do like to figure stuff out. I do. That's that mess. <laughs> I do. Um I found out pretty quickly though when I was struggling to do my little spy games and stuff when I was younger mm-hmm. that it entailed a lot more work. So yeah, that wasn't a real I one. But I, I I did want to be a spy a little bit. Okay, cool. Well, that's all I really have. Um, I think, yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed that, even though I knew most of your um, bros anyway. And you knew mine, too. I did. (laughs) These were not surprises to either one of us. But if you would like to share some of your roads not taken with us, things that you maybe want to do, we would love to know, especially if we know you. Because I always think about that with, like, some of our other friends. Mm-hmm. Like if you weren't doing this, like what would you? What would you, what would you do? Yeah, cool. Maybe I'll have that as um one of our. We do like these opening and closing activities at work. Mm-hmm. So maybe that'll be one of mine because I'm in charge of leading them for all of October. Oh, oh, is that what you asked me for an icebreaker the other day? Mm, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was why. But then we ended up changing what we were doing, so I made it about like that. Um, But yeah, that was good. All right, yeah. Super fun. All right. I have no horror story. Oh, oh, oh. You have a horror story. Perfect. I have a literal horror story. That was so (laughs) mean. All right. I have a literal horror story. What is the literal horror story? horror story (laughs) there's a ghost in my classroom we talked about this 
Well, Very yeah, free. I sent a whole voice memo and everything to you and your sisters, and literally nobody responded to me. I also sent video evidence, and not a I single told person you I responded to the me. Video. Don't do that. I responded late and probably a day later because we talked about it. But I told you that I watched it, and I we had a brief discourse about this. Yes. yes. But she at the time, nobody me. responded to me until I was it like, was a so lot you really on. just don't ignore the ghost in my room. Ghost in your room. Let the people so, know. Myself, a coworker, and a student were sitting at a table in my classroom. Me and my coworker were working on some students working on work, whatever. We were all sitting at a desk. We were sitting at desks in the classroom. Mm-hmm. The smartboard's still on. I didn't turn it off from the day yet. All of a sudden, stuff starts popping up on it, right? It pulled up a lesson that had been from weeks ago, weeks in the past. Mm-hmm. The lesson wasn't even on the home screen of the board anymore because so much time passed. So it pulls up an old lesson. I'm like, well, that's weird. That's strange. And then all of a sudden, stuff starts to like appear, like written, like, <laughs> like, like not like visible, like text or letters you can make out, but like little lines, little dots, like things started just appearing on mm-hmm. the screen. And like also just other stuff was happening on the screen. At this point, we're, we're talking to it. We're like, hello, <laughs> is anybody there? My coworker says, if you're there, write hello. When like it looked like something about to start writing, I'm like, now if they say hello, what are we gonna do? <laughs> what are we doing if it says hello? No. I for one am crying. No, that would have literally took me out. That would have been it. Like R.I.P. R.I.P. Because like, I would have fell out right there. It writes hello. What? What? What's the next step? Why would you say that? So. We're like saying all this stuff, right? And then we kind of just like, okay, whatever, whatever. <laughs> We're like still working, right? And it's kind of nutty for us to still like literally be in there while this is happening. But so we're still there and then the board's still like acting up and then it really starts like just going at it at one point. Like dots just started just rapidly appearing. Lines were going across it. System preferences open. Whole thing shuts, <laughs> opens up the internet browser. And then finally the internet browser closes. And like that was the end. This is too much. But there were three people in that room and we were all sitting, oh not touching the board. There was nobody else in there. Yeah. You know, I already have like issues in my own place. So, yeah, a little bit of a ghost here and there. Just let them do they do and go about their business. Not to mention, my school is l- across the street from the cemetery like i look out of my window and i i can see headstones that's not okay um that's adding another layer but you know just let them do they do and then be gone and then today after after work it started happening again and it was me and the, like the student was there but my coworker wasn't there and like stuff started happening but then like the screen ended up freezing because it like drew on or like whatever like drawings appeared on like not the drawing space so it like just froze but then we started to hear a sound it wasn't a voice it was just like a series of like taps Mm -hmm. and i i don't know why that occurred (laughs) (laughs) i don't know either right um i hope that i hope that's you know over for you i don't know so yeah there's a ghost in my room that's the horror story. Wishing and praying for the ghosts to leave y'all alone or at least just mind their business and go somewhere because <laughs> spooky season almost over. So just don't cause too many problems. 
<laughs> All right. You ready for the wrap up question? Yes. I want I did to do something. The wrap up question. It's going to be very simple and very sweet and lighthearted this week. Okay. What is something we used to do together that you wish we still did? Watch TV on the couch and fall asleep. Oh my gosh. I know you were going to say that. I had two answers. One, the obvious answer is live together. Well, duh. I try and turn into the movie every day. Um, not every day. I think I've gotten better. Maybe like once a week. For sure. At least once a week. Okay. Yeah, that seems about right. Um, but the other thing that was more specific was go to concerts. Because we oh, always yeah. went to concerts together. And I miss going to concerts. And I miss going to them with you. Because you would always go. Yeah, it would. Aww. So, yeah. Nice, short, that was and nice. sweet. And I picked that intentionally because you didn't come this week with my sisters. So, mm-hmm. but soon. soon, soon enough. Pop culture segment. What yes. have you been listening to? Honestly, like I kind of struggled to narrow my down my options because my release radar this week was like it it has some hits on it. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, release radar. Um, on. But I'm gonna go with the song "End of Beginning" by mm-hmm. Joe. Okay, J- I'm pronouncing it weird because it's spelled D J O. Okay, I would say Joe. Yeah, Joe. Mm-hmm. But. You never know. You never know, Joe. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, can I get a like a it's a pop, it's dance, it's um okay, reggae, so it's definitely like it's, oh no. Um <laughs> so it's definitely like oh not gosh. dance. It's not it's not reggae. It's like it's like kind of what's the name of it again? End of beginning. It's kind of really like vibey in a certain spot. This sounds like a song I like. I think you might like it. And they mentioned Chicago at one point. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna listen to that. I already and, know um, I'm about to like it. Yeah, it's just like really vibey. Um, you know, I like a at certain point. It's just like it's like a ooh. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those. The neck roll. The- Shoulder sway. I get it. Yes. Yeah. It's one of those. Okay. I'm what have you it. been listening to? All right. I do have two songs this week because one, I literally cannot stop playing, but the second one is new. Okay. And new to me. Yes. So the first one is Stop By by Ari Lennox. Other than Beyonce, I mean, I've listened to like a couple of other things too, but those two albums are in heavy rotation in my life. Like... Just you could bet money. I'm listening to one of those two things right now. If I'm mm-hmm. not listening to a podcast, uh, if I'm listening to music, I'm listening to Ari Lennox or Renaissance. That's okay. it. But stop by that song. It's just been like playing in my head over and over and over again for the past few days. And I love it. And I love her music. The second song was one that Aaliyah played for me while she was here because... Okay. <laughs> Which ties into like a small drag because we were, it is, this is why by Paramore. Okay. If you have listened to. Oh, the new Paramore song. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
the drag of it was I was talking to her and Taylor about how, like, I don't think I've ever really, like, turned on a Paramore song. What? Yeah. And that was her response. She was like, what do you mean? <laughs> no. Like, like, what do you mean? What do you mean? And I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't think I really, like, know, like... Any of their songs, you, like for real. You telling me you don't know mystery business? And that's the same word, thing Aaliyah line, said, line. and then played it. it like the, that's literally what Aaliyah said, and played it. And I was like, once I heard a part of it, I'm like, oh, I know this part. I heard this part. I'm not gonna say I know it. I heard this part. Oh man, plenty of times. But I'm not against Paramore. I'm not you know, against them. People love Paramore. They do, and that's why we were talking about because. Aaliyah said, you just sent me that TikTok about black people loving Paramore. So I thought you loved them. I'm like, no, like I just get the reference and I know black people love Paramore. Black people love Paramore. And also shout out to the podcast, Black People Love Paramore. Yeah. Shout out to black people love Paramore because, yeah, it was just a lot going on with her on TikTok and I felt bad. So sending you good vibes and hoping people leave you the hell alone. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's most important. Um, So, yeah, that song was a bop. I enjoyed it. And I have listened to it multiple times since Aaliyah played it. So, Okay, that's fun. Well, in that case, I'm going to give a second one. Okay. And I'm going to say rock, uh, Not Another Rock Star by Maisie Peters. Okay. Very much a different energy than the last song I said. Very, uh, like, we went from very vibey to very much, like, pop. Like, very, very... I don't even know, but it's just something like really fun about it when I hear it. And um, it's like one of the songs where I was like, I just want to circle back to the, I just want to circle back to this song again. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So yeah, None of the Rockstar by Maisie Peters. I'm going to listen to that one later. TV. I told you I was going to watch mm-hmm. something and I watched two things this week. As in one I watched today. <laughs> yeah. The first one that I watched was Real Housewives of Potomac because I love Real Housewives of Potomac and it just came back on. And if you watch Real Housewives of Potomac, talk to me about it because I love that show. And that's the only Real Housewives I watch. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. I don't Did watch Atlanta see? anymore. Sorry, this isn't even Atlanta. Did you see that Jamie Lee Curtis, a.k.a. Activia yogurt commercial Jamie Lee Curtis... <laughs> AKA final girl in the Halloween franchise, Jamie Lee Curtis is joining the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Please be so for real. I am. <laughs> I'm being the for realist. I saw Jamie Lee Curtis in a press release, like I'm doing an interview. I can't remember for what show now that I'm thinking about. I saw it on a clip of it on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, was it Robin Robert? No. I don't remember who it was. Let me not make it up. But whoever was interviewing her, it was the day that I don't even know if you saw that stuff going on with Kanye West when he went on that like anti-Semitic. Oh, the anti-Semitic. Uh, yeah, I thing. didn't really like I was had a lot going on that day at work and I didn't even know about that until my sister brought it up. And I was like, what is going on? How did I miss that? But I missed that. But I saw it on TikTok and Jamie Lee Curtis was like breaking down about that. Did you mm. see that? No, I did not see that. I need to find it and send it to you. But, um, yeah, so, okay. Maybe that's why Jamie Lee Curtis was doing a little press tour to talk about being on Real Housewives. Maybe that, but that also Halloween ends, comes out this Friday. So it's, it's, I think it's supposed to be, 
the I believe it's supposed to be the actual final installment of the Halloween franchise. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, did not know that. I don't watch Beverly Hills. I don't plan on it, but more power to Jamie Lee Curtis. The second show that I watched, since we were talking about it last week, I watched Grey's Anatomy, which mm-hmm. you didn't know because I was texting you about it earlier. Yes. And I just have to say this on the podcast because I feel very strongly about it. Uh-huh. I'm sick of them, and I don't want them to try and recreate the original cast. That scene rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know why. I don't know I don't why know I feel so either. strongly about it. But it, I think it irritates me because almost all the people who started the show are gone, and that bothers me. Well, it, we're on the 19th season. I get that. I do get that. <laughs> I really do. And it's too many people on this show. Like, I was making this comparison earlier talking about it um, to, like, Law & Order SVU. Because that's my favorite mm-hmm. show. And that's been on for a long time, too. And they have had character changes in there also. But it's not as many. And it's not as often. So, I'm just like, no. I don't know why. Something is off about a few of these new interns. And uh, I'm going to keep watching it because why would I not? Right. But yeah, that little last scene, I was like, no, don't take that from that original crew. Don't do that. Like, why y'all recreating this? It's feeling it's hitting a little too close to home. Well, what, one, Grace, I mean, it's not afraid to be self-referential. And that's also not the first time that a new group of interns tried to find that little hallway. The same thing happened when Lexi was an intern. The problem yes, that's what I was, was thinking about. They came down. The problem was that like the originals came down and like kicked them out of the space because they were still residents and like needed a hideaway. Yeah, they were like find your own space, right? But yeah, I also know like some like it's also okay. Mike Chang from Glee. Is an is an intern now. Like that man was on Glee. Right. That one wrapping my mind around that. Two. Oh, I wish I knew her real name because I really want to say it's Midori, but that I'm not confident in. You talking about but, the black girl that was in a minute, Anna? No, her no. name I believe is Alexis Floyd. Yeah, and she was also in the Bold Type, which she was I know she's in a bit but she was in the Bold Type, and that's where she will live forever in my brain. Oh my goodness. Um. Yeah, I will always look at her and be like, bull type. Then the other girl, she was in Dash and Lily. Like, she was Lily or whatever. And she was in Sex Lives of College Girls. Mm-hmm. The one that I'm talking about, whose name I want to say is Midori. But I also don't want to say it's Midori because that also doesn't feel right. Mm. Anyway, seeing those three people, my brain couldn't compute and make them be doctors. I feel you. But we're we're gonna go with it. We're gonna go with it, and we're gonna see we're gonna see how this thing goes and how it evolves. Because Grey's Anatomy is one not the same show that it was, um, but like also I feel like we get rebranded, reborn, rebirth so many times throughout this show. Whenever certain cast shakeups and things happen, but also I need when the show ends, I need the tell all. There does exist a book somewhere I believe, but I didn't read it, um, and I don't mm-hmm. remember it was by or when it came out. But I need the tell all because. I know stuff going on. I'm here for a good tell-all. I will. I will indulge. I will indulge if I don't even know who y'all telling all about. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm definitely down for a Grey's Anatomy one. Have you watched anything else? 
So I watched um, The Midnight Club like uh, over the weekend. So Mike Flanagan's latest um, show, The Midnight Club, was released on the 7th. And I watched it over over that weekend. Um, Mm -hmm. Mike Flanagan, who did Haunting of Hill House, Haunting of Bly Manor, The Midnight Club, the movie Hush, um, and the movie Oculus, the movie Gerald's Game, many, many, many things that are all in the horror thriller uh, category. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought that it was, so I thought it was good. I definitely don't think that it was as haunting. Well, haha, because those (laughs) shows are called The Haunting of. Um, But... uh, I don't think that it it's it didn't stick with me the way that like Hill House or Bly Manor like stuck with me like mm-hmm. I like I haven't found myself really thinking about the Midnight Club since I finished it whereas I found myself like really thinking about the Haunting of Hill House I was really thinking about the Haunting of Bly Manor like just certain things in the way that those stories were told and the horror elements that were all really just like drama kind of uh manifesting as horror. I mm-hmm. thought those were really creative and I really love those and shout out to those shows because those are so good. This show, I had no idea what it was about. Um and it was a lot more kind of sad in the in the reality of what the situation was in, in of these people. Um it yeah, okay, I don't think that this is a spoiler. This all that happens in in the first episode. The the setting of this show is a hospice for young people. Mm-hmm. And so like that whole setting is like, <laughs> it's sad when you think about it. Um, but there yeah, were like a lot of jump scares and this show apparently broke the Guinness world record for number of jump scares, I think. Really? Yeah. I like that was like popping up in places. I think that's what the wow. what the truth is. And I'm not gonna lie. In that first episode, a couple of them really <laughs> got me. <laughs> I wasn't expecting some of those. I had forgotten. Because I'm so jumpy. Like, I'm a jump regardless. But I feel like you will, you know, you're not as jumpy as me. But if you say it got you. I didn't, like, I was not expecting or thinking. Like, I wasn't, like, on alert, like, at all. Mm -hmm. And so when it happened, I was like, oh, okay, 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 okay. (laughs) Um, But so, like, that was, like, kind of fun. Um. But yeah, so I didn't really find it to be like scary. Like I find it to probably be the least scary yeah. of his shows, I would say maybe. Midnight Mass wasn't really scary, but okay, whatever. Um, but like it was still good though. The story was still like interesting. There was, I like wanted to know more. I wanted to see where we went. Um, but yeah, The Midnight Club on Netflix. Sounds good. Anything else? Um, no, not TV wise, like nothing like new or anything different to highlight. Like I've just been like keeping up with other stuff. Great. All right. I watched a movie. It's not a new movie. So whatever. But me, well, actually I did watch a new movie. I watched two movies. I watched Hocus Pocus 2 with my sisters. Oh, finally. One might say I was not paying attention. Oh, well, you must not have been. One might be true, but regardless... I'm going to watch it again. And the parts of that, I, I was like, I was dealing with some stuff. I was doing stuff, like important stuff. Um, But I'm going to watch it again, probably this weekend. So there's that. But I enjoyed the parts that I did see. Like I watched the beginning. I saw the beginning and I mm-hmm. saw like a, a very specific part of the middle and I did see the end. But <laughs> <laughs> the early beginning part, that's kind of a blur till about maybe an hour in. Um, 
the other movie don't look like that <laughs> the other movie that i watched is us because Aaliyah wanted to watch it so bad and taylor refused while she was here so we watched it when taylor left mm-hmm. and that movie is just creepy like i low-key didn't even remember what happened like i remember what happened but like i didn't i didn't remember what happened mm-hmm. and rewatching it again i'm just like this is too much it's too much, but it's good, but it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate Jordan Peele's artistry, but I'm just like, oof. So, yeah, those are the only movies I watched. Okay. Um, I only have one movie that I watched. Um, I went and saw Smile. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was um fine. It was it was fine. Um, it wasn't my, my favorite. I'm me nervous about that movie. Huh? They had me nervous all about that movie because I felt like Aaliyah wanted to go see it. But then Tyler was like, no, we can't go see it. And then they started telling me about what everybody was saying like around the movie. I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah, um, I don't know. I feel like they paid them people. <laughs> um, like, <laughs> oh, goodness, no, they paid them. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, okay, obviously, uh, scary, what you deem scary is an individual experience to you. Correct. Um, I personally was not scared. Now, there was a couple jump scares, though. Mm-hmm. That's going to get you every time. Right. Then be cheap scares. Like, I'm not haunted by this movie Smile. Okay. Like, I I just am not. Um, I thought that uh, the the part where they're trying to figure out, like, what causes it, or like the link and the loop to it, like that was interesting. And I kind of wished we delved a little bit more into that, like the origins or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that, that would be interesting. Um, but there was some stuff that I thought was like uh, creative or done in a way where I was like, this is interesting. Like it's not a bad movie by any means. Mm-hmm. I just, I personally didn't really think that it was scary. And I wasn't super affected by the movie like i am not really reflecting on smile okay rated on a scale uh on a spooky scale it's probably like level two spooks barely on the overall scale overall scale and it's only 3.5 all right it's fine don't see it in the theaters that's what it sounded like like wait till they get out of theaters type of movie um yeah Yeah, like I didn't need to see it in the theater. Um, mm-hmm. But Anne, I don't think it's a bad movie. It just wasn't my movie. Right. Perspective. And somebody else might love it, but this is right. your opinion. That, that's great. And this stuff, stuff, some stuff was interesting, right? There were certain moments where you're like, you kind of didn't know it was real or not. And like, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. All right, cool. Thank you for sharing. I'm not going to watch it, I don't think. But... No, Glad to not. know. And that's okay. Glad to know. I said I was going to read a book. Yeah, did you? Well, the thing is, I did read a book or part of a book. It was for work. So I guess I could talk about that because that's the only book I've really had time to read other than this book for school again. My, I'm not having a lot of time to pleasure read these days, people. Okay? I'm getting a lot of reading from work, surprisingly. I'm getting a lot of reading from school. I don't want to drop out, but we, I'm about to start a new project at work where we are getting ready to 
how do I describe this? Um, create. Well, first, before we can create and flush out some trainings around the topic, we have to read about the topic, which is Courageous Conversations by Glenn Singleton, I believe is his name. Um, and it's talking about basically how do you have courageous conversations around like race um, at work and schools and things like that to transform them. And he has this whole like framework that he uses. And that's what the book is kind of like going through his framework and how to apply it, like what it is and how to apply it. Um, And then he also has like a training where you can get like certified in courageous conversations and like help revamp schools and systems and workplaces and things like that. Mm -hmm. I don't plan on doing that part. That's going to be on somebody else, maybe, hopefully. (laughs) But we are reading the book. And so I started it. I'm, I only read the first chapter. I'm open to learning. This is the third edition of the book, um, which probably means nothing to a lot of people. But I'm just thinking, like, I know people make a lot of editions of, in books mm-hmm. when they update them and things like that. But then I'm like, could, could this be another book? Like, if we're going to keep updating it. Like, do you have enough to say that could be in another book is what I'm thinking. But no judgment, just a question, wondering. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, it is the first chapter, you know, it's kind of just like, let me explain what's going on here. So it's not really getting to the meat of anything yet. So hopefully once I read a little bit more, I'll be able to tell you more about it. If you've also read it, which it's used a lot in schools. Even the um, like reviews in the book came from a lot of different school districts. So if you have read it for school, for work, you use it in your district or anything like that, um, I would love to talk with you about what you think. And that's it. Okay. Okay. You read a book? Please. <laughs> I'm always going to ask. You never know. One day you might surprise me. I don't like surprises, but you might. Anyway. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. That was so good. <laughs> that was just so good. I love that. All right. Well, you have any announcements before we get ready to get out of here and I have to do my dreadful homework? Yay, uh, no, no announcements on my end. No announcements on your end. Do I have any announcements? No, not really anything new. Um, we share this music so that you can listen with us. So if you... Listen to music on Spotify or Apple Music. Find our playlist. Listen to our playlist so that you can find some new music because I love to. I don't often share music because I have a very specific taste in music that um, all of my friends don't always share. (laughs) Which is fine. But I love when other people like refer music to me. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like, I'm not the one to get whatever I'm going to give you. You probably already heard. I'm not oh. I'm not in the zone like that, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you want to, you know, find some stuff, because Tyler's going to give you something new. Always. I need to, like, listen to a release radar <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, you need something. Um, the problem but- with discovering new music and then I'm going to shut up. Yeah. Is that I want to sing immediately. Like, the reason I listen to music is because I can sing to it. So I can't sing to new music because I don't know the words. So then I'd be like, oh, let me turn on something I know the words, too. 
but I need to do like new music something like one day a week where one day I'm like okay you're gonna listen to new music today yeah incorporate that into your um music menu music routine I will that sounds like something I can handle bite-sized pieces that's what it's all about yes all right um let me think any other announcements no we have one more week next week where it will be just the two of us to um end our spooky season that came fast and it ended fast i feel like this time is just flying somehow yes and also absolutely not right i get it i get it that's real (laughs) um so yeah all right make sure you come back next week and join us on the carpet thanks for listening leave us a review only good ones good vibes only and we'll see y'all next week bye